Welcome to the Daily Naked Pair Podcast, brought to you by Rocco Blue, the first ever brand focused on supporting parents with special needs children. Naked Parent Nation is a group of parents with special needs children who are willing to get vulnerable, strip it all down, and take a look at ourselves, our parenting, our family, and our plans to create a life beyond our wildest dreams. Hello, Naked Parent Nation, and welcome to today's episode of the Naked Parent Podcast, brought to you by Rocco Blue, the number one brand in the world that's supporting parents with special needs children. Today, we have the honor of being with Amber Garcia, who's going to share her story, which starts with a diagnosis at age three. Her son is now 13 years old, was nonverbal. We'll find out where he is today. He also deals with anxiety and depression. And Amber deals with PTSD and anxiety and bipolar disorder. Is that right, Amber? Yes. Yep, bipolar one. Thank you so much for being with us, Amber. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great today. <laughs> I'm doing great in this moment. Sometimes it's moment by moment for me. Hey, that's um, how you got to live life anyway. <laughs> Yeah, well, then I'm doing okay then. <laughs> um, so you've been raising a special needs child for at least 10 years that you knew of. Can you tell us a little bit about when you found out and what that was like for you? Well, I always knew that Jackson had autism before he was actually ever diagnosed. It took me two and a half to three years just getting a doctor who would listen to that fact that he was autistic. And I finally found the right one. And he actually, his name is Dr. Thomas Gard. He's out of Marshfield, Wisconsin. And um, Jackson was officially diagnosed. He was three years old. Were other doctors, you know, shying away from it or were they? I don't know if they just weren't hearing me or they just didn't want to believe that he was. He was delayed, but he didn't have autism or they didn't see what I saw so it was very hard you know because they get 20 minutes of time with him whereas I get all day 24 hours and would see that he was lining things up and he was flapping and he was non-verbal for a three-year-old he should have had a lot more vocabulary than he did just a lot of things that they didn't get the chance to see so I can't necessarily blame them I mean it's hard enough realizing that you're going to be dealing with the, you know, special needs Mm -hmm. and to have to go sort of beg your case around must make it even harder, huh? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was very challenging, especially because he was nonverbal. So when he would get frustrated, I wouldn't be able to necessarily help him. A lot of what he did when he was younger was drumming. Really? Yes. He would drum on everything. Walls, he had toy drums, you name it. And That was like his communication. And then when he got a few more words in, he would sing, but he would never talk to you. Really? Yes. Interesting. Was the drumming obnoxious or were you able to enjoy (laughs) it because you knew it was something that that he... Oh, uh, we had our moments. (laughs) Yeah. I bet. I bet. It sounds loud. Yeah. uh, He's still loud. He still likes his TV and his radio on at the same time. 
So what happened with his speech along the way? Is he still nonverbal? No, actually, he is very, very verbal to the point where you would never know that he was never nonverbal. Wow. Like he'll hold a whole conversation with you. Right now, his favorite thing is to ask if you've ever watched Shrek. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he is very focused on movies and he'll talk to anyone who will listen about movies. Got it. When did the speech start and how did it start? What, what it, signs did he give? He was about five, four and a half, five years old when he actually started to really talk. And what got him to talk was uh, Gavin DeGraw, the singer. Yeah. And Glee, the TV show. Really? Yes. Mm -hmm. That's what inspired him. Yes. Uh, Gavin, he actually got to meet Gavin shortly after he was diagnosed. He met him in Milwaukee. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, like some of his first words were like, the Gavin DeGraw. He would call him the Gavin. <laughs> uh, he awesome. had, yeah, he dressed in little fedoras and little jean jackets like Gavin. And then his school incorporated glee into his speech therapy because he <laughs> would um, he would sit down and tell you who everybody was. And that was the most he would really ever talk is if he had glee or Gavin. So Really? Yeah. Wow. Did you have a lot of like early development? early intervention or was that not something that he had he had um early childhood classes and then he had some therapy at a place called therapies plus in wisconsin rapids so i mean he had some early intervention but not as much as i would have liked him to have because it took so long to get his diagnosis i see yeah Naked Parent Nation, just keep advocating for your child yeah, you, you're the best advocate because you know them better than any doctor any school teacher, anybody. So, well, that's awesome. That's awesome. You know, that's kind of something you wish you knew, you know, then that you know now. Is there anything else you can think of that you wish you knew then that you know now? Um, well, that's really a hard question because I actually grew up and my grandmother had a group home and one of her clients was autistic. So I grew up around it. So I pretty much knew what I was dealing with. I wasn't really shocked when he was diagnosed. The only thing I guess I really would say that I wish I knew is how much harder it gets the older they get. Mm. Yeah, because they deal with a lot of anger and stuff like that when the hormones kick in puberty and they get a little more aggressive. And I was not at all prepared for that. Is there anything that you learned that you would suggest to others that has helped you kind of through some of the through this phase or? Well, through this phase, I was actually in outpatient therapy myself for my bipolar. So what I would do was um, bring home the coping skills that I learned because he's waitlisted for a lot of treatment. So like I would come home and be like, hey, Jackson, write in this journal, you know, tell everybody how you feel. Just put the pen to paper or find a song that makes you calm down or like breathing techniques or anything like that. And that got us through a lot was me bringing home what I learned from therapy. Cool. Everybody's healing together. Yes. Uh, what does whitelisted mean? He's waitlisted like in terms of therapy or for like the children's waiver program for respite care. Okay. So he's like a certain number on their chart before he gets services. So like right now he is number 28 for the waiver for respite care. And they said that takes about three weeks to get to. So, huh. Does it have to do with uh, your functioning, your level of functioning? Well, or? it depends on the resources, the funding, 
they I get see. a screening for where they're at on the spectrum and stuff like that. So I see. If he I was see. more of a severe case, then he probably would have been bumped up the list. I but, see. Yeah. What's one of the worst moments on your journey? That's to be brutally honest. I just left an abusive relationship. So the worst moment I had was my ex, my now ex was abusive to Jackson mm. more than he was to me. And seeing Jackson's behaviors and anxieties increase, I mean, he actually had to go inpatient for suicidal thoughts. So oh. that would probably have been the worst. Other than that, I say when you're in public and people don't understand or they just stare or they whisper rude little comments, that's probably the worst thing because I have to hold my tongue because I have to set an example for him. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. It's very hard not to release mama bear sometimes. Yeah. It sounds like you're in a better place today than in that relationship. So congratulations for. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, we, we learned a lot. Yeah. That's all you can do sometimes, huh? Mm-hmm. I think I appreciate you sharing that with us. So what's something else that you're doing to take care of yourself? Because a big part of we is we got to take care of ourselves to be able to take care of our loved ones. Self-care is absolutely top on the list. You have to have self-care. And that can be something as simple as, for me, I like essential oils. So like I run a lavender or a sleep oil at night because then I get relaxed and I can fall asleep. Or I like music. Me and Jackson go to a lot of concerts. A lot, oh. yeah, a lot of concerts, <laughs> which is a lot of people don't understand because he does have anxiety and um, he is autistic, but he will, he can handle a big crowd at a concert. Like it's, he's a pro. Really? Yeah. So, so you guys are close. Yes. Very close. Very close. Uh, you know, we're just thinking about my own journey and some of the, the challenging parts and it brings, made me closer with my kids. It's kind of like, you'd never want that scenario. Right. For your kids. But then you have this bond together and you we go. Well, I think Jackson, in my situation, I had um, argued with the doctors for a long time about my mental health because nobody wanted to listen to the fact that I knew I was bipolar and not just depressed. Uh And for Jackson, he's taught me more how to advocate for myself because I have to advocate for him. Wow. He teaches me to appreciate the little things. You overlook a lot of things, but then you learn with autism that the small things are the big things. I honestly wouldn't know how to have a neurotypical child. Just, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know what to do. Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I actually appreciate autism more than I think a lot of people don't understand it. And there's the stigma. Mm-hmm. But to me, I think he's so much smarter than I am. I mean, he's like a walking DPS. He's got a photographic memory. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. That's mm-hmm. photographic memories like beyond. I feel like I have the exact opposite, whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Um, he's actually like if, if the GPS fails or anything in the car, I just have to ask him how to get from point A to point B. Really? Yeah. That's so cool. That's yeah. so cool. What's one of the things you're excited about What in the phase that you're at with Jackson right now? Well, he is now 13, so he's more learning his own little personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm very excited to see the person he's becoming because he's such a gentleman and he's so kind-hearted and he's uh-huh. a Dr. Doolittle. We have two cats. <laughs> so I'm excited just to see how he grows, I guess you could say, because he's come such 
a long way from being nonverbal. And they had said when they diagnosed him that he functioned about a year or two less than his age. So when he was three, his functioning level was one and a half. <laughs> now God. he's 13. And you can clearly say in some areas he functions older than 13. And then some areas he functions younger than 13. So it's just a very interesting journey to see him become his own self. Yeah, I, I mean, I've never been considered special needs, but I sometimes act older than my age, yeah, and sometimes yeah. younger than my age too. So right. So we do a like a little lightning round of four or five questions where you give one word to one sentence kind of answers. You you up for it? Yeah. All right. What's the best advice you've received? I haven't really received any, to be honest. <laughs> I do a lot of this myself. I've been a single mom for 13 years. My best advice is probably just to rest because <laughs> yeah. you need to rest. You need to do that. But um, yeah. Good. Share a personal habit that contributes to your success. Well, a personal habit for me, I like long showers and music. That keeps me sane. <laughs> do you have a top resource recommendation to share with other parents? Well, I mean, in Wisconsin, I'm in Brown County. And my biggest thing for Jackson has been Willow Creek Behavioral Health. That's been the best resource for not only him, but for me. And that is a mental health facility. They have outpatient and inpatient care there. Awesome. What's the next thing on your list that you want to add for your individual well-being? Well, I'm trying to get a job right now. So <laughs> nice. that would be it. I mean, I'm not going to lie about that. The struggle when you have a special needs child. Trying to keep employment when you have a very low support system is not really all a cakewalk. So it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. What's one thing you think would improve your life if you did it or had it? Hmm. Well, if I, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that one. You don't have to. <laughs> I would like better mental health myself. That would probably be one thing that would improve everything. And that's just a day at a time. So. Sounds like you're taking the steps that you need to take today, at least. Is that, yes. Is mm -hmm. that right? Definitely. Yep. So any guidance that you can think of that you would share with other parents out there, Naked Parent Nation, anything on your heart? My biggest thing is actually a quote that is, um, autism is not a disability. It's a different ability. I love that. And I think that people need to look more at it that way. Versus I know a lot of people get upset or they're in denial about the diagnosis. It is not the end of the world. It is just the beginning. Cool. I so, like that. I think that's a good place to, to end. And I appreciate you taking the time with us. Do today. you want to see Jackson before we go? I would love to. We'd love to. Jackson, come here, buddy. Yeah, Jackson. Sorry. I want you to come here for a second because we just talked about you this whole time and I want everybody to meet you. So come here. Yep. Who's everybody? This is the Naked Parent Podcast. This is Jackson. Hey, Jackson. Hey. How you doing? Are you when a Packers fan too? When he was three, there was hardly any words that came out of his mouth and no eye contact. But now, tell him what you want to tell. I've been to a lot of concerts. Yeah, I heard you like going to concerts. Yeah. Are uh, you a Packers fan too? I just saw Chase Rice not so long ago. You did? That's awesome. And Frankie Valley? That was not long before that. 
Well, you're on a you're on a roll. <laughs> yeah. Do you like the Packers as well? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is. What are you up to today? We went to Quick Trip earlier. Nice. Well, I heard a lot of good things about you, Jackson. I heard you're doing a lot of cool things. You sound like I heard you're a smart guy. You're really good with uh, directions. Yeah. It's one of your specialties, huh? Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, hey, you know, from our show, we want to wish you all the best. And um, and you have a great life. And take care of your mom. And, you know, keep on keeping on. Okay. All right. Nice to meet you, Jackson. Me too. All right, buddy, you can go. Okay. Yeah, so that's that. Yeah, I just want parents to know not to give up. I mean, I've struggled myself with mental health, like I said. Uh, bipolar, I've had a couple of suicide attempts, and I just want everybody to know that it does get better. So, I, I mean, don't be afraid to reach out for resources or help or anything, and don't be ashamed of your children's special needs because you are their only advocate. I appreciate you being honest with us today and, and taking the time out. And I'd love to touch base down the road and um, keep in touch and, and keep doing this together. Absolutely. Anytime. Thanks, Amber. Yeah, Have an thank awesome you. day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. This concludes our show for today. And I'd like to personally thank you for spending the time with us on a topic near and dear to our hearts. If you'd like to be part of the Naked Parent Nation and help us reach those parents that are struggling and overwhelmed, there's no better way to help than by subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show on iTunes. iTunes highlights the shows based on these metrics, and the more the show gets highlighted, the more opportunities people will have to be introduced to the show where they can hear that message of hope or that tip that can change everything. So follow the link in our show notes and we hope to have you back here tomorrow where we'll do it again. From the team here at the Naked Parent Podcast, we wish you the life you've always dreamed of and then some. So long. <laughs>